what's up everybody welcome to the Semeke audio experience Semeke here your host and for today i just want to go a little bit off track okay um today is the 23rd it's 8 a.m in the morning i sat down to press record one more time on this podcast because i mean kind of a mood or kind of a feeling today is the 23rd tomorrow is about to be my birthday and it just occurred to me this morning that god literally gave me back my life four times in this short lifetime and i i I am kind of like so speechless gobsmacked right now okay um so for today's podcast i want to do an inside life series So for today's series, I want to do an inside life series about myself and kind of like how God gave me back my life four times. So if there was supposed to be a title for this podcast, that would be the title. Okay, so let's start with number one. I remember very fondly, this was in the year, um, was it 93, 92, 94, um, we were at the village, we were having a crusade, and, you know, we, my uncle, big time kingdom financier, organized the crusade in the village, and brought Reverend Moore by to the village, okay, and in this crusade where lives are being changed miracles are happening awesome things are happening i was sitting right close to the stage at the family section so i was actually sitting on stage right close to the family section and I was beaten by a snake, okay? So yes, I really didn't know at the time because I was kind of small. And um, I told my aunt sitting beside me that something beat me, something beat me twice. Um, I've always had um, extra large feet, okay? So my shoes are either kind of too small or too tight and that particular day was too tight and something was telling me in my mind to take my shoe off because it was too tight so i loosened the shoe and then i brought my feet out with my socks on and put my feet on my shoe and i got beaten twice and i had to scratch the place where i was beaten and um, blood was coming out or something like that. I didn't know what it was. I just kind of clean, wiped my hand and put my leg back into my shoes. So I didn't know what it was. It was just like a bite, pa pa. And you know, I actually went home that day, went to sleep. I couldn't sleep all through the night. I, if I close my eyes to sleep, you know how you turn on the TV and nothing is showing and you're seeing white noise on screen. That was what I was seeing while I was sleeping. It was tough. It was terrible. You know, so in the morning when I woke up, my leg had swollen and um, I recall I was having incessant headaches. So like you, you're having a headache, you take two pills of paracetamol and you throw him in, you swallow, you drink water, 
and you have five minutes peace and after that five minutes the headache comes back again and you're like going through the whole process and i'm like raising alarm because my uncle and my aunt went out early in the morning for the crusade so i woke up late and then i reached out to my family we were in the village so we had everybody around and and one of my uncle took the mantle of tormentor in the sense that he was one that got the hot water ready he was one that pressed boiling hot water on my leg he was one that was with me throughout the process and i was like something you're pressing my feet but something is inside my feet pressing against my vein in my feet or like my bone i didn't know what it was whether it was a vein or a bone or whatever and he just felt maybe i was making an excuse or something but later on somebody said man this stuff looks like a snake bite and you know was rushed to a local helper around and the lady kind of brought out the um two teeth from inside the leg and the venom because you know the miraculous thing about this whole event was when she wiped my leg clean and used lime to wipe the top of the wound you can see that the whole leg was pure red but that mouth where the teeth mark was where the bite happened was pitch black and then she took the venom out of course and wrap the leg and stuff like that so that was how god gave me my life back at that particular point in time because normal venom normal snake bites if not bound up would spread and thanks be to god this one didn't spread okay um the second time god gave me my life back was few years down the line we were in port harcourt and i grew up being an asthmatic kid and that meant I didn't do house chores like sweeping. That meant I didn't play sports as much as I wanted to, even though I was a football fan. And that kind of spiraled into what I like to call the whole craze about football that I have for the coaching aspect and the pundit aspect. Okay, so but I couldn't play football growing up. I couldn't do much stuff because you run for five minutes and you're already panting. Anything more than that, you get an attack and kind of stuff like that. So I actually had it tough during the Amatan period, you know. But I remember one day the attack came, it was so severe that it was so severe they had given me my sorry i had my notifications on i just turned it off they had given me my usual mixture palm oil with salt in the palm oil mix and i had drank it but it wasn't helping the situation and i remember my uncle wasn't around my uncle practically raised me so my dad was in law school then kind of so my uncle wasn't around and i was left at home with my aunt and guess what this woman did you know and she kind of like picked me up put me on her back and then if you know port harcourt she kind of walked from Rumokuta all the way to rumibo all the way into rumibo to our doctor's house and i was literally forcing myself to breathe all the way there so i would like taking a huge chunk of air force myself to get the air down 
and when the air went down forced myself to excel forced myself through the experience it was tough you know so finally i was just praying in my mind lord let's just reach the doctor's house got to the doctor's house i was happy finding out then to my chagrin that the doctor went out for an all night so we had to stay at the doctor's porch from kind of 7 8 8 p.m to like 4 5 a.m and i remember during that period i was feeling super sleepy but i was scared that if i fell asleep i wouldn't be able to breathe in my sleep and you know i could literally die in my sleep now i didn't tell my aunt this you know but that was in my head and i was like just asking the lord to forgive me you know i came to christ pretty early thanks to my uncle grew up in a home of christians you know so at that point in time i was just literally trying to make things right between myself and god so in case i died in my sleep I would go to heaven or whatever so literally in that place I didn't know when I fell asleep I didn't know how I was able to breathe fine from 10 p.m. till 4 a.m. when the doctor came back home with his wife you know back then there was no cell phones kind of so you couldn't make a call and I remember my uncle was one of the first people I knew who actually had the first Toraya I saw okay so but you know it wasn't around and there was no phone to call and we went to their house nobody was home and we slept outside now I remember being woken up around 4 and still struggling to breathe then um, it got better that was the first time I was giving Ventolin and my doctor tried to draw blood from my limbs couldn't find veins in my hands in my elbows how to pick from my hip okay so after that period that was a third was it the first or the second kind of like the second time he saved my life okay so since then was living on ventolin till the third time when he healed me of asthma i remember vividly was in at home listening to the man of god on tv reverend chris oyakilome and faith was just moving in me because we were seeing people who had gotten healed how god had saved them and they came back few months later and you could see you know that they have been healed there was a particular person that had a wound on the leg the leg was swollen you know had pus and so many things coming out and the leg was actually decaying but the person got healed and he came on the show and the leg was whole you know so i had faith because i was seeing people who had gotten healed so i just believed and you know how reverend chris used to do towards the end of the program he would now come to pray and while he was praying i sat up i went close to the tv i was sitting on the center table and at that time my uncle had seen me i'd get a beating you know but who would have known i was about to get a healing you know so i was sitting there he was praying and everything i was saying was lord let him call asthma 
Lord, let him call Ashley. Lord, let him call, let him call, let him call, let him call. And I was praying, I believed, I was waiting for him to call my case so that I could step out in faith. So, literally, few seconds of me chanting that thing, he literally called there's someone here, you're a guy, you have asthma, this one, this one, this one, the Lord is healing you now. I literally just took off my shirt, ran to the TV, and embraced the TV. And from that day till today, as of this point of recording, I haven't had any attack, totally free. I can do all things, you know, and God has just been awesome. Okay, and um, to cap it off with the fourth one, this was pretty close to 2006, 7 or 5 within that range i was in campus i was attending because i think it was my year two that was 2006 so i was attending castle then i was a cat okay um christ ambassadors theater so we're acting a drama we usually rehearse like if you if you've lived on campus um you literally know that castle usually has to have one of the biggest events on campus and it was free so the whole school came out to watch the drama and the drama was our way of preaching the gospel to the whole school in a storyline okay so in the drama we've been rehearsing for about three months and yes we've been rehearsing for about three months and i was playing a loose scene like okay my scene i was on set to pick up a girl at a nightclub we were actually to have some fun on stage just chatting talking stuff like that and i literally had just two or three scenes i can't remember quite vividly right now but i remember that we prayed we fasted and then a month to the d-day we were actually now acting it out in dress rehearsal in fellowship okay and the exact day of the drama was to go live i actually we were all fasting that day okay so we came in in the evening we went on stage the whole campus was there we acted out a beautiful show and just as the show was ending everybody was going we gathered together on stage and we were praying praising thanking god for the show thanking god for the people that you know gave their lives to christ you know we were on campus we we're praying we had prayed earlier against any attack you know but we we're praying and all of a sudden i blacked out i fell down on stage we we're praying and that was it i was gone literally literally gone and i was on stage i was i could hear like you know how you're sitting down here and you can hear if a gunshot happens three four miles away from you that was how i was hearing um people shouting calling my name and you you know how you could um if you're wearing a thick cardigan and somebody touches you lightly on the cardigan how little you could feel the touch that was how i could feel the touch of people who were actually 
holding me, lifting me up, putting me at the center of the circle and forming a circle around about me, praying for me. Like I was literally gone. Like I couldn't feel people touching me on my skin. I couldn't hear people praying for me. I was gone and everywhere was pitch black. It was pitch black. I couldn't see anything. I was literally looking around. I couldn't see anything. Everywhere was pitch black, you know. And just as you hear noise right now, you literally hear the sound of birds chirping. Miles, let me not say miles, but a while away from me. I was hearing the pastor's prayer so distant, far, so far away from me, like I couldn't hear it clearly. All of a sudden, his voice started becoming louder, 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 to the point where I actually sneezed, opened my eyes, and I looked up and I could see him. Now, here's the kicker, okay? This is the kicker. After I came to and I could recognize them and they were praising, they were praising God and all of that, I needed two grown men in our fellowship to pick me up from the floor, help me stand, and literally carry me to a seat. And then when I got to the seat, I was put in a sitting position and I was given um, rice to eat. I ate like a full plate of rice and that was the only reason one of my friends on campus, I am forever grateful to him, you know, his influence in my life on campus, other things, he's a really good friend. He was, I was then able, after eating that plate of rice, jollof rice actually, I could remember it, it was a delightsome meal. It was only then I had the strength to have him help me up and then we walked together one step at a time till we got to the hostel. I remember it was stay, we were staying in hostel B and it was beneath me on level 1, I was in level 2, so I actually slept in his room. I ended up waking up by 12 noon the following day and that was when strength came back and I was okay and I was normal and you know how can you not love God how can you not thank God how can you not you know all the rest literally literally eternally grateful you know and you know not just because I'm alive today not just because we can talk about them now and not talk about an obituary but more so because it's also available to everyone okay like the bible says god is not a respecter of persons so you know i don't really know what more to say but thank you for that because god has been awesome i want to use in closing use this testimony to thank god for the life he's given to thank God for all he's done and all he's still yet to do and to witness to you that if you can believe him if you can trust him he is more than able to meet you at your point of need and see you too okay so in closing thanks for listening to my testimony thanks for listening to my message I hope you guys wish me a happy birthday tomorrow It's all about him. It's all about God. And I want to thank him 
for giving me that vote of confidence four times, pulling me back from the brink, including Emil Semeke here. Don't forget, be legendary. Peace.